0: morning, evening, afternoon, or whenever you're listening to this. and Welcome back to the Let's Go for a Walk podcast. Guys, I am so excited for this episode number two. My grandma is coming on and is going to speak to us about how important it is to get into the word and just how much of an impact that has on our relationship with Christ. And she gives us awesome tips and tricks and just ways to get motivated. And she has so much wisdom um, under her belt. And I can't wait for us to all be able to experience that wisdom. She is so awesome, has just the greatest joy for Jesus. You can just tell it in the way she speaks and the way she does life, and I can't wait for you guys to hear that firsthand. So let's go for a walk with my Grandma Jeannie. All right. Hi, Grandma. I'm so excited to have you today. Welcome to Let's Go for a Walk. Well, I'm happy to be here. It's worked
1: out really well with Christmas, vacation, being able to spend christmas day with you and we had a fun walk together oh we did have a walk yeah (laughs) and now um being able to visit on your podcast what an honor uh i feel this is for me so thank you for asking me to join you today
0: i am so excited this is gonna be so fun guys be ready for all the wisdom it's gonna be so good So good. Okay. So our topic today is getting in the word slash pursuing a relationship with the father, getting in our Bible. What does that mean? Um, so as we know, we're going to start with our question. What do you wish you would have learned sooner about getting in the word grandma? I really
1: wish that I would have heard that that is one of the most important things to have done is to read your Bible every day. Mm. Um, Because that is how God speaks to us. It it is his word. And just as it says in Genesis that God, the word was God and the word and he was with us through through the word. Mm. And, um, I had a spiritual mentor okay. when I got a little older, and she kept telling me, Jeannie, you have to be in the Word. Mm. You have to be in the Word. Well, my grandma raised me, um, which was a very, or my mom did, which was a very Christian lady, and um, she got us to Sunday school. She had favorite Bible verses, especially one, Romans 8, 28, Mm. she she said that to us every day, Um, and so I got different verses, but um, growing up, I never really actually was told you need to read so much of the Bible every day, actually really get in the Word, Mm. and every book is inspired, every book oh, yeah. as a message and as you study it and as you learn about it deeper the old testament is related to the new testament oh, yeah. and you see mightily how god is connected everything in this world yeah he is a mighty god and you pick it up by and reading it's the so word. cool
0: it's so cool how he like shows us that through his word and how everything does connect like only someone that powerful can actually make that happen. And so I think that's so cool to see how faithful he is, you know.
1: Right. And when you're younger, uh, you go to Sunday school and you learn verses. Or maybe you go to youth group and you kind of study a topic which relates to some certain Bible verses. But actually to sit and hold your Bible Mm -hmm. and to read it, I don't think we really encourage people to do that as much as we should and honor it as the word of God. I really feel um, this, it seems like this, the past few times at church, Mm -hmm. our pastor has asked us to stand to read the Bible and to read the passage that the sermon is based on. And I feel what honor is given to our Lord by standing and reading his word mm. because I feel that we are in his presence. He is talking to us.
0: Yes. Yes. That is so good. Guys, let grandma be your mentor today, <laughs> telling you to get in your Bible. She is <laughs> telling you right now. Perfect. I love it. Okay. So in your life, what steps did you have to take to initiate that and to make that a priority like you were talking about?
1: Right. Well, I had, I went through a certain, um, betrayal mm-hmm. and a certain time in my life that was, um, very hard. Not everybody is going to have that and they're not going to have to go through a hard time in their life. Um, but I feel all of us have a letdown and a lot of us are put, what we call maybe go in the ditch mm-hmm. and, uh, we have to be brought out. Yeah. Well, the Bible was such a strengthening to me and this may seem very, very silly, but it was actually something that I could hug. Mm. It was actually something that I could hold on to. Mm. And it was like, I can hold on to God because I can hold on to his word. Yes, And so I would read it. And at the same time, I could just feel his strength mm. by holding the word of God. And can I say that when I would go on a ride in a car, my Bible would be in the passenger seat. Wow. And if I kind of got sad or if it was a time that maybe I was driving in bad weather, I would reach over and I would hold on wow. to my Bible. Because it was actually, I actually felt his presence wow. is right with me. I had his word in my hand. And I had strength through actually the Bible. Wow. So then um, I just began studying it more. And can I say that if you could get into a Bible study Mm -hmm. with a person who is actually a really biblical scholar, it would be awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, May I just share that I learned a lot by doing Bible studies with Beth Moore. Wow. She does she has DVD um, uh, lectures yes. um, and then study guides and it was she was such a learned teacher I learned so much and through her studies I hungered for it. Yeah that is when I developed. I've got to learn more. I have to grow more. And so those were just a few of my steps yes. that got me into being more in the word.
0: Wow. That's so awesome. Okay. And I do, I don't know if you guys know this, but my grandma has her own study, which is super awesome. And she spent a lot of time working on, and it is amazing. And if you're looking for somewhere to start, Beth Moore, yeah, probably has a bunch of awesome stuff, but you can tell them a little bit about what you're doing right now to help people get in their word because it's so important.
1: It's fun to share this story. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. There was a time in my life back in 2004 and I had a, we had a message in church and our pastor said we had to be in the word more. And, um, he was speaking out of Jeremiah, Jeremiah that day. So I went home and I just said to myself, hmm, I need to be in the word more. So I (laughs) called my sister up the very next morning. Our twin sister. My twin sister. (laughs) And I said, you have to hold me accountable. I need to read a chapter in the it. book of, of of the Bible every day. And we discussed it and we said, okay, well, let's read a chapter, pick out a special verse, write a devotion and a prayer, and then we'll email it to each other. And that will get us in that word. So we started Sierra with the book of Jeremiah wow. because I was kind of, the Lord kind of talked to me
0: yes,
1: that way. I
0: love that. And there's your accountability partner you were just talking about. Accountability. It. Keep, get an
1: accountability partner that yes. really is struggling at being in the Word, too. You guys can help each other. Yes. yes. Or even a Bible group. Yes. So um, not only did my sister and I join the group, but my two daughters, Tanya and Heather. My mom. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and her two sons and the spouses and then my spiritual mentor. And from 2004 to 2010, we wrote a devotion on every chapter of the Bible. Wow. Every chapter. Amazing. So if anybody needs to do a Bible study, we have a devotion out there for every chapter in the Bible. Or if you're doing a Bible study, you're kind of wondering, I'm not getting this chapter. You could think about, I wonder what the Our group's called the Salt Shakers. Okay. I wonder what that the salt to the earth. (laughs) I wonder what the Salt Shakers thought about that chapter. Yes. And you could pull up our devotion and see what verse we chose, see what what kind of principle in common life we applied to it, and then a prayer. So after, in 2010, it took me several years to um, edit and re-edit these get them in like form and then I spoke to a publisher and a couple of people that um, are good on the computer and after getting everything on the computer my son-in-law helped me create a blog which um
0: uh, <laughs> she's smiling so much guys this is so exciting <laughs>
1: yeah so he helped me create a blog it's called biblicalshakers.blogspot. Dot .com Okay,
0: so that one more time so everyone hears okay. it and can get to it.
1: biblicalshakers.blogspot.com. And if you just Google that, um, every week there will be a video that will explain what we're going to be doing in the word of God. There'll be you'll be asked to read a chapter a day followed with the salt shaker devotion. Yes. And it will just be an extra tool to help you get in the word every day. Yes.
0: And to keep you accountable. Yes. you got to keep up with the Monday through, is it Friday? Uh-huh. Yes. Monday through Friday stuff so you can keep on going. So that's awesome, too.
1: And all you have to do then, too, is once you get in on the blog, you can read about our history. You can see the authors, where they've come from. You can look at their pictures. Um And then just put your email in and every Sunday afternoon at three o'clock, you will be sent your weekly assignment and you will be able to be in the word of God every day, Monday through Friday. That
0: is awesome. That is awesome. Guys, it's so good. It's so good. And it gives you such an awesome opportunity to stay accountable and um, to have just that excitement uh, through a really easy resource. I will link the blog on my Instagram page for those of you who can't find it. And yeah, just look up biblicalshakers.blogspot.com and you'll get all the chapters. And yeah, if you don't know where to start, that's a perfect place.
1: Yes, I love it.
0: Okay, guys.
1: And then, Sierra, too, if uh, that accountability partner, or if you for you, few of your friends uh, join the blog spot, you, you, you could discuss it. Hey, did you read? Yes. Did you read Matthew chapter two yes. today and
0: hear what they said about it? Yes. And it gives you a new perspective too, because sometimes like, I think I'll be like in my, I'll be in the word and I'll just be reading it through and maybe I even I won't really be paying attention or I'll start thinking of something different or I'll get distracted but it like gives you an opportunity to not after you read it you get to sit and list, look at how someone else took a perspective on it that maybe you didn't see or you skimmed over cuz they just they break it down in a way that is oh I can actually apply this to my life now cuz that you hear you see on the blog um other people applying it to their lives, and it's like, oh, you know. And I think a lot of people think that the Bible was written so long ago, we can't apply any of it to our lives. It doesn't make any sense. And I think it's just such a cool tool to be like, wow, it, it. We can apply all of it to our lives, and every single passage and every single chapter they wrote, they literally showed you an example of every single chapter of how you can apply it to your life. So don't think for a second that the Bible's too old or too dusty, because it's. It's so awesome, and it's so cool to have the opportunity to get that new perspective. So yeah, definitely go check that out, guys. All right, so I think that some people I've talked to um, in my life about taking the time to be quiet with God every day, and they'll say that, well, I took the time to listen to a podcast, or I took the time to listen to an extra sermon, or <clears throat> maybe I read a devotional, just a devotional, or I'm reading a book um, by a pastor. And why is, it, why is it so important to take time to be in the Bible? And yes, those things are important too. But why is it so important to just take time to be in God's word every day and not substitute those things for his word?
1: I think it's just because that is the word of God and that is how he communicates mm-hmm. with us. We can pray to him. And we can speak to him. Yes. Well, God wants a ch- chance to speak to us. Yes. That's why He wrote His Word. Yes. That's why He shared about His life and about His creation, and about the rules that He would like us to live by, the righteous living that He has mm-hmm. put in the Word of God for us to follow, and then the love of God that is in that is found in the words, and especially from first. From um, First John, Second John, Third John, that, oh, yeah. that he speaks so much about <laughs> how you know how what love is, and also First and Second Corinthians, and so it is. It, It is a place to find that peace, Mm -hmm. that contentment.
0: Yes. That you just talked about how you found in that when you were struggling. Yes. It's so cool to see how he prevails through his word. Yes. For sure. And yes, those other things are so important. And I think that it's awesome that we have all these tools now that you probably didn't have growing up. That's so cool to have all these speakers and um, extra stuff that can help us interpret God's word. But it's definitely not a replacement. And it's not something that we get to, it's an add on not a replacement. And so I think it's just so important to remember like, yes, his scripture is literally God God breathes. So yes. we need that in our lives, not other I mean, yes, we need other humans too. But we need God breathed words every day. Okay. So my next question for you is a lot of people in my life, a lot of peers also say that they're just very unmotivated to get up, to make the time for it, um, to take that time every day to be in their word. It's hard to find the time. It's not something they want to do. How can you just help them, encourage them in that, you know, to make that a priority and to want to make that a priority when they don't feel like they really want to?
1: That's hard, um, Sierra, especially in busy teenage years and, activities and studies and everything is so important but I think the main thing is that God has not forgotten you so why should we forget God Mm -hmm. and even in those difficult times and um, so it is very it is also as your relationship with the Lord grows the more you want to pray Mm -hmm. the more you want to be in the word of God and how do you get that love growing, well, it's to be in the word of God and to pray.
0: Yes. So
1: the hard thing is, is, is to wake up in the morning, I guess, and say, thank you, Lord, for another day Yes. and how I am going to show you that I love you so much by giving me one more day. I'm going to pick up your word and I'm going to read a yes. chapter today, or I am going to read a special area of the Bible I'm going to give you praise and thanksgiving today. So mm-hmm. I'm going to read second Thessalonians yes. or just some of those things that would give him honor. Yes. Would show him that you love him that much. Yes, um, You, you might, this is a good, good time with new year's coming. I have, um, if, if you would check out the biblical shaker blog, I have a video about new year's resolutions Mm. and it would, might be a good time at the beginning of the year to make a resolution to say, I am going to be in the word of God every day. So join the biblical shakers. If you don't exactly know where to start, we will guide you in your, in your reading.
0: Yes. And this will be coming out after New Year's, but it's never too late to make that resolution. Exactly. And it's something that I will say in my life, I had to do and it wasn't something I really wanted to do at first. And I think that when it comes to making a resolution, that's not a bad thing. Like it's not a bad thing that you have to put it on a checklist because I think at first for me, especially it was something that I had to put on a checklist and I had to be like, "I, I have to get this done before I can do this. And then like now it's something that I want to do before I do anything else and at at first it might be a checklist thing and it might be something that's just a new year's resolution but i think the more that you get in it and the more that you pursue it the easier it's going to be to want to pursue it and to want to be in it and the more you're going to crave it and like grandma was just saying it's something that she found that she just got to experience god more and that she wanted to experience it more the more that she got into it So I think that although it might be a checklist item at first, like you'll just see it become something that you crave every day and want to be in and that you'll experience God closer, just like she was saying. So don't think that it's bad you put on your New Year's resolution list. And don't think that it's bad that you might need to you won't be motivated every single morning because you will be eventually. Mm -hmm. It took me probably three, two or three months to really start to crave it every morning and to just do it out of habit and to make it something that I really wanted to do, because at first it was something that was just like, oh, I need to get it done. And now it's something that is just exciting. And so think about that end goal and that it's okay. And you guys can do it. And I'm proud of you. All right. So I have one last question to end you with. Um, A lot of my audience is like college years, end of high school, early college, that kind of young adult age. And so as someone who has experienced a lot of life, and experience that age, what is the biggest piece of advice that you would give young people today when it comes to reading their Bible or even just in life in general? I, as far
1: as reading the Bible, this is what I would say, Sierra. There are so many, number one, there's so many versions out there. Mm -hmm. People could be sure and find a version that is comfortable to you. Yes. We have so many versions to choose from. Also, sometimes reading the Word of God might be harder than listening to the Word of God. Mm. There, You can listen, you can get audio um, books uh, as far as the Bible, audio versions of the Bible yes. that will read the Bible to you. Perhaps that would be easier to read and easier to understand. And I think another thing to encourage your friends is that, I think a lot of people think they have to pick up the Bible and start in Genesis oh, yeah. and go to Revelation. Oh, gosh. And you do not have to do that. You can pick a book in the Old Testament, and then after you're done, go to the New Testament, read about Jesus, yes. Paul, the disciples, the apostles. Then go back, read about the kings, read about David in the Psalms, but 150 Psalms. In, in a row, that's gonna <laughs> probably get a little old. Yes. So don't you don't have to read the whole book of Psalms. Read a few Psalms, then maybe go to um, uh, Ephesians, Galatians. Mm-hmm. After you're done there, maybe go back and read Judges or Joshua. So the Bible can become in very interesting um, and not boring. Yes. And not in not become. God, the creator, and then a, a lot of the wars that happen, getting the right kings, yeah. and, and then getting to the life and the love of Jesus. yeah. You can you can spread your Bible out yes. and um, read any book at any time.
0: Yeah, there's no right way to read it. There yes. isn't. I started in James, and then I read the Gospels, and then went through letters from Paul, and now I'm in Proverbs. So if that just kind of gives you a little insight... Start where you want to, and where it's gonna be fun to read, so then you can make that desire a thing. Exactly, and you'll look more forward to it too, for it, sure.
1: Exactly, and then there's another good idea that sometimes the stories in the Bible. Um, if you get a children's Bible, mm. a children's Bible meaning one that I'm not saying like toddler, but also oh, no m- pictures. Yeah, <laughs> a few. P- <laughs> yeah, a few pictures, but one that has more reading the stories become easier to understand. Uh And so along with your Bible, see what the children's Bible has to say. Just really get in a couple of ways to read it and understand it. And as you do, you are going to grow closer to God, closer to his word and how he, how he shows us that he loves us.
0: And I think that if you can change your perspective to think it's just a bunch of stories, It's just like reading a book or watching a movie, if you can change your perspective to think like, oh, this is just a fun story that I can apply to my life now and that God wants me to hear, it becomes a lot more fun, too, because then it's just like reading a picture book. That's right. So I think that's awesome. That is awesome. For sure. Okay. So you guys know that at the end of every podcast, we're going to recommend some songs to you. So, um, Grandma, do you want to start your recommendation for the listeners?
1: Yeah, one song that just has always touched my heart is how be- called How Beautiful by Twyla Paris. Okay. And it's just how beautiful the life of Christ is. Mm. And can I say that my uh, youngest daughter, uh, Heather Dawn, sang that, <laughs> sings it so beautifully. And so it even touches my heart more. I love that. And then... I guess one that I can relate to is um, I love gospel music, Sierra. Okay. So I love male gospel quartets. Okay. And the group called Triumphant, they sing in the eye of the storm, which is a pretty popular song. Yes. And I guess I was in the eye of the storm Mm. at one time Mm -hmm. and I found the word of God Mm. to be a Huge saving grace for me.
0: That is awesome.
1: And so I think about that when I hear that song, and it's a beautiful, a beautiful song. So yeah. those two songs are the ones that came to my mind. Yes. Okay. Go me. listen to
0: those guys. Go listen to those. <laughs> Take some time. I'll put them on the playlist. Go check it out. Um, my recommendation for today is Nothing Else by Cody Carnes. Um, I love a lot. You guys should go listen to all his music. I there's a in the song that says I'm sorry when I've come with my agenda and I just think that just goes so well with what we're talking about today and it's like I'm sorry God when I've come with all the other things I need to do before you and it just kind of takes us back to who he is in his presence and just sit and listen to that in his presence and let him speak to you through it because I just love that song and just how it makes me think back to how my life is nothing without Christ and how I need to come with him first before my agenda So, I just love that song, and I love those lyrics. And, yeah, you can take the time to go and listen to those and mean those. It's just awesome. So, we'll add them to the playlist. Go listen to them. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Grandma, thank you so much for coming on. This was awesome. I know that they're all going to get so much from this. Um, I hope you guys got so much from this. If you need to rewind it and listen to it again, go for another walk. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> okay, so last thing we have to end with you guys today is to go, go out, out and, and walk, walk by, by faith. <laughs>